Hello, Mother Funkers. Good morning. Now, we are aware that today is the day of the Queen's funeral. I know. And you know what? I have to say, I've been away for the last seven days. And it's been really good being away because I think I'd just be glued to my telly box the entire time because I am absolutely obsessed and I haven't tired of it yet. Shirley, you? I haven't been getting involved, actually. I was really, on the day I received the news, I was really, really sad. I was really upset. And I really, really gave time to thinking about the Queen, what she meant to me, what she meant to, to our country, what who she was as a person. You know, I, I'm really, I've always been utterly impressed by that woman. Not so mm-hmm. much her nearest and dearest, but her certainly. I think she's a remarkable woman. And so I, I did. I cried. I cried a river. But next day, nothing. Over not it. really right. interested. I'm, I'm sort of showing interest in this queue, though. This queue is um, keeping me entertained. Isn't it? I mean, I don't know what you've been reading, Shirley, but I've, I read something that said, if you watch the series of The Crown from beginning to end, 28 hours and 23 minutes, you then only have to queue for another 20 minutes before being front of the line to see the Queen lying in state. So that's something to do on your iPhone while you're queuing, isn't it? Well, I suppose. But they're all having lovely chats with people. They're, they're, it's, it's like a festival. They're all loving it in the queue together, laughing, crying. I've just checked the website. It's currently at 16 hours and they're at Southwark Park, which is just down the road from me. So I could just snip down after this recording and join said queue. But I won't join the queue because I am not. I mean, as one Twitter user said, you know, this is a triumph of Britishness, this queue. Mm, you know, we are, we are a deeply, deeply mad people with an absolutely unshakable need to join a queue. Now, I guess that's where I'm not British because I don't enjoy joining queues. No, I am very like anti to, the queue. You like to fast track, indeed. Skip I, queue. I like a fast track. I like to yeah. jump a queue. Yeah. So I will not be joining this queue, but I do. I am very amused by the queue. It's amazing. And along the lines of, because we realise by the time this is out, it will be the funeral and there's no queue to be had. But yes, along the lines of the British being eccentric in their ways, of course, they love to queue. They love to have their snacks. They love to have their packed lunches. And they also love to bring their marmalade sandwiches and Paddington bears and leave them outside Buckingham Palace. I mean, it's a nonsense, that side of things. It's an absolute nonsense. And we are mad as a box of frogs, but you've got to love us as a nation. You really do. Here, here. Hashtag busy Lizzie line. Hashtag QE2. So yeah, I've been away and I have to say seven days holidaying with the in-laws. One really does show their true colours. Well, I I guess both ways, right? Both ways. Absolutely. I think You to them and them to you. Quite. I think if it's a long weekend, you can get away with sort of, you know, just showing them your best movements, your best noises, your best um, profile. But when you're there for seven days, I mean, I think my mother-in-law in particular, I think she was appalled firstly by the amount of wine that my husband and I drank. I think she was slightly grateful for the fact that, you know, I did pull my weight in the kitchen. I did a meal. And she was impressed. She goes, oh, you've lost your weight apart from your stomach. It's nearly all gone, which really made me laugh out loud. So, no, I've, I've, had, I've had an interesting time. And on the whole, it was great. And the one thing that actually really did make me weep almost is the fact that my three-year-old son, soon to be four, absolutely had the time. It was heartbreaking. You know, that love that you have for a member of your family or for a couple of members of your family that you only, I think, have when you're young. It's that thing that, you know, you're obsessed with a certain member of your family and there's nothing they could do to be wrong. And he has that. Oh, it's blissful. It's blissful. Isn't it? It is sweet, those um, relation, relationship bonds. Yeah, because you've um, done time because... with your in-laws recently, haven't you? So you know what it's well, like. Well, I did two weeks. Well, I'm, I'm pleased you know what it feels like now because you're like, oh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. 
but I did two weeks and actually well actually two days short of two weeks because I had to leave early because it was intense for both sides for both mm. parties people need time to relax and be themselves are you talking about yourself or are you talking about your in-laws both sides both sides everyone needs to have their time out I used to have dinner and go straight to my room so that to give them space so that they could watch tv and not just have me and also I was exhausted but because I just felt it's their house and we're just you know in their faces the whole time yeah I Um, agree I also think what's very difficult is that we may have sort of conceptions of how we think they should look after your children or the hours they should put in or not put in and what they should contribute mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. And that may very much differ from their opinion. That's the thing. And what if you've got both sets of grandparents or other family members and someone pulls their weight, it's a very complicated dynamic. Do you not think? I absolutely agree. You know, boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Everyone's is different. And um that's why I actually did I did think to myself the easiest and cleanest way is hired help it just is so a transaction is the simplest way if you've got the dollar I appreciate that actually that is the biggest problem but if you let's say money isn't an issue it actually is the perfect way and then you can see you know you can go for visitations and you can just enjoy the best of the family it's a huge burden to expect family members to yeah, yeah. Chip in. Absolutely, absolutely. But sadly, we are in or we're about to we are in a recession now, so it isn't always the way, you know. It's very, very difficult to just expect oh, to That's the thing. But anyway, listen, I'm very appreciative. I've had a very nice time. It's, and it's also really helped that the space out there is gorgeous. I'm in the Umbrian Hills. The house is fantastic. It's been in the family for years and it's just great. Oh, There's it's loads beautiful. of stuff there. It's fantastic. We won't talk about the fact that the bicker there was bickering over, you know, the rising cost of inflation, the EU, or indeed sperm banks. I'm not going to discuss those with you now Shirley but they were conversations that were had and you know everyone has a different opinion on the subject of sperm banks yeah Peppa Pig Peppa Pig has introduced their first same-sex couple really there's a co-parenting lesbian polar bear mommy and mommy they are the first lgbtq plus characters in the show's 18 year history it came about after a petition got about twenty four thousand signatures saying come on we need to start showing shim and shim families beyond the yeah shim and shim and, him and, them him. and those and That's you've good. got a little polar bear polar bear character penny who says i live with my mummy and my other mummy one mummy is a doctor and one mummy cooks spaghetti. Now, Aye, people a slouch. Are just a slouch. That's me. I would be this, but I don't even cook the spaghetti, do I? Quite. But um, people are delighted. They are absolutely delighted. Representation at last. Of course, there are the um, usual band of people just saying absolutely unacceptable. Not in my name, not on my airwaves. But on the whole, the gay polar bear mums have been received with open arms. <laughs> This morning, I walked my unwilling willing into um, big on quality, little on price, i.e. little. And I said, look, see, isn't it great? But he was like, yep, absolutely fine. He just wanted to fill her up and get out. And a fight kicked off as soon as we were in there. And it was really ugly, Shirley. It was really Only in little. Only in little. The police were called and the, the effing and jeffing at 9.45 in the morning was incredible. Anyway, I did say to my unwilling willing listen, we won't be coming here again that often. I, I will go by myself these days. But yeah, we did manage to get a huge shot for just under a ton. Huge, huge shot. But I don't think I'm going to be persuading him to go there again. But listen, I'm trying to make what? cups, aren't I? I said, listen, there's only one of us working, isn't there? 
Well, Nine. I tried to go on your advice. I went to my Lidl in Peckham Rye and they are having a makeover and it won't be open until late October. Okay. So I can't report back on Lidl until then. All right. Well, let's see. I have been watching a comedy on Netflix that I absolutely love and I know I'm not alone. It's called Mo. Heard of it? No, no. Mo. I have not so heard of it's, Mo. it's a sort of autobiographical story uh, about Mo Muhammad. Um, he's a Palestinian comic and this is his oh. uh, TV show. And okay. we follow him living in Texas without his papers. So he's a Palestinian sort of refugee. We follow his story trying to seek uh, citizenship in the US. That sounds really dull. He is the most affable, most charming, most likable. I was with a lady love last night, a friend of the winning partners, and she said, is it just me or is he really fanciable? He's a massive big bear with a big old beard. And I said, oh my gosh, I was thinking that. This guy, there's something about him. And he was on he was on the sofa on Jimmy Fallon's um, talk show because the show is really doing so well and being really well received, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. He's such, such a likable guy. And this is the first... Palestinian family depicted on American TV ever. I will definitely check it Do out. Do check it out. Quickly about Centre Parks. Did you hear the operator has announced that guests who have who have their holiday there this week, i.e. today, bank holiday, have to leave and return on the Tuesday. They have to leave at 10am and return on the Tuesday. People are up in arms about it because apparently a five-night stay at Centre Parks is two and a half grand. And because of the bank holiday which has landed today, people have had to up and leave. They can leave their suitcases, they can leave their belongings, but they've got to go. That may have changed. That may have changed. Things. It has changed. It has changed. Has it? Oh, okay, yes. that's fine. Old news, never mind. Yeah. But although, you know, um, stars known to holiday at Centre Parks, Rob Beckett, Kel Surprise, Stuart Lee and, and Ramesh Manganese. You know who was spotted in the queue? A Twitter user took a little snapshot. David Beckham. Beckham. He was just there in the queue with his neck tattoos, just looking hot, just getting in amongst it. I was going to say, actually, as you were talking about hot mo, I was going to say someone who actually still got it is actually David Beckham. I mean, yes, his neck does look like a sort of school desk. But I do think he, he still I like has that, a school desk. So, yeah, because of the crown-a-thon, which is basically, you know, the coverage that went on for days and days and days that I was absolutely obsessed with until I had to go and get my flight, Canada's drag race down under was pulled. And apparently, again, people are up in arms. People are up in arms about absolutely everything. They don't like change. That's the thing about the Brits. They do not like change. And also, you know, it does uh, closing everything on Bank Holiday Monday inconveniences a lot of people. You know, right. some people have got the show of a lifetime on the stage they've waited a whole career for and it's been canned and cancelled and as Jenny Eclair said in her tweet she said this is this is madness you know this is exactly what the queen would not have wanted quite she was a get up and go kind of person she would have said the show must go on none of this um sort of cancel business I'm just really surprised that nothing was already in place isn't there sort of protocol that when the monarch, when a sovereign passes, we take a bank holiday or we don't. It's not sort of, we either do it or we don't. I think there was a lot in place. I just think they didn't have to, they shouldn't have acted too hastily. Else it looks like, you know, they were willing it to happen. Do you know what I mean? There was, there's, there's a sort of discretionary time, you know? I noticed that the news reporters left and they soon came back, Hugh Edwards, in his black tie. As as Nicholas Witchell as well, who I'm obsessed with, who looked very bleary eyed by the end of it. But you know, it's it's a long time for him to be just reporting on the same old same. No, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Oh, she's dead. You know, it's hard. Anyway, it did make me miss her and also the Scot the Scotland. I thought, gosh, it's good that she managed to die in Balmoral. You know, as opposed to you know Buck Pal. 
How much money do you think you should spend on your son's friend's birthday presents? Just just anyone in the class, not necessarily. Oh, not a good one. So I sort of do about the £20 figure for birthdays, right, even yeah. though there are birthdays every five minutes. If I don't know them that, you know, I think 15 is acceptable. And I think if yeah. you can get something cool for 10, brilliant. Yeah, but this is the point you can't really. I managed to strike it lucky because we went to an Italian news agency yesterday and I managed to find a little toy car and some sort of Italian, you know, sort of tea set. Well, coffee set, Lavazza, all plastic. And I could pack it very easily, a sort of A4 sheet, all for under 10 euros. But then I thought to myself, of course, that's not enough, is it? It's not enough. So then I had to add something to it from my present um, sack, Magique. And yeah, it ends up being 20 quid. I didn't even know this kid. My winning partner said to me the other day, she said, are all our weekends going to be taken up with effing kids parties yeah, yeah. and I said sadly for the foreseeable yes and it's only going to get worse when the other one starts catching up no well yes that is a problem although apparently you can start leaving them soon which is quite good but then where do you go you know just to take a turn around the mulberry bush or indeed go to the pub I mean it's tough if they're not near bestsellers on Amazon do you want to know Jamie Oliver's new cookbook one is what it's called it contains one pan of recipes low fuss low cost that's it isn't that sad that's the that's what we're in now we're in a recession what just a meal for a quid no 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 but in one pan with very sort of oh, oh yes one yes oh, we have yeah we do we like a lot of um one pot one pan cooking yeah around to ours exactly I put in a short rib last night slow cooked it I'm scared to look at it because it, it sort of burnt and dried out but it was so much short rib and I need to make tacos tonight I'm just terrified it's down in the cellar you've just reminded me and um, that was my one pot disaster well, that, that really um, is a slow I'll, grill yeah I'll need to attend to that after I finish with you <laughs> Yes, what you is your winner winner? Thank God for that, Shirley, because I was about to say we've got one minute left. Um, the winner winner is the fact that I got to have a full week with my family. I was meant to come back early to do some filming. That was pulled because of the Queen's funeral. And so I managed to have the full week, which I have to say really was very good because I, I, I find it very difficult with just me and my little one when we're traveling because he's so heavy now. You, winner winner? Winner winner. Um, the, the production company came round to my house to film an interview. I managed to, uh, because I was having cameras around the house. I redid the whole front. I got all the dead pot plants out, put new flowers in, made the front door look nice, polished everything, did the interior, looked at everything, looked spick and span, which brings me on to my dead duck. I didn't worry about how I looked. And actually I saw a photo they took and I looked effing awful and I haven't been able to sleep since. I Why don't didn't I do my it, hair? Shirley, I don't Why believe didn't I put it. enough makeup on? No, no, no. I know. I won't you. have it. I won't have Bless it. Bless you. Deck dog for me is no more September holidays. This time next year, we will not be able to holiday because um, my eldest will be at school. And I have to say, September for me is an absolute corker. It's a beautiful time to go away. It's much quieter. The light is lovely. It's not too hot. Much better for the wallet. But I don't know what we're going to do next year. It's going to have to be the end of August. And I just can't bear it with all those children running around with their snotty noses and their loud voices. Just very quickly, guys, because I realise that's the end of our tether. So the slight altercation I had with a certain member of my family is that a, there was she didn't believe that English sperm was of not very good quality. Shirley, can you help me out here? Anything you know, anything you want to impart, share. Well, gosh, then this gets very personal. But I remember when I was actually in the hospital sort of going through the options. And when I was considering a sort of known donor, the doctor did say, mm, don't really recommend that we don't tend to, I mean, you can if you like, but on the whole, 
if you pick someone, and I think she was referring to this country because I was my own donor, I had made clear it was from this country. They said the problem is they drink, you know, some take drugs and you really need to keep them clean for six months. This was known donors. So this is not necessary people who have gone okay. and contributed to a bank. Fine. But All right. she did unwittingly make a sort of generalisation yeah. that British men drink too much and, yeah. you know, yeah. Unhealthy living, and, that's fine. Right. But this is just her opinion. Sure. And it's, it's obviously our opinion too, because there are British sperm banks. There's one in Shoreditch, actually. Apparently, not much bang for your buck. Let's see. Oh, quite. Guys, Do you know any one of your British friends, male friends, that you'd think, yeah, I'd take his? Uh, no, I know a couple. I know a couple, but they're not They're not straight. Not to say that that's, that's neither here nor there, but I'm just saying in terms of like straight blokes that I know, no. no thanks. In terms of lifestyle living, not in terms yeah. of looks and personality. No, no. no, I can't think of one. They're either too old yeah. or they drink too much. Yeah, too much, too young. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Tune Out. And this is indeed a very somber day. Some of you may not think it's a somber day and you can't really, you don't realise what all of the fuss is about and you think it's gone on too long. Each of their own chicken bucket, but Shelley and I are indeed royalists. Whether we will continue to be... Whether we will, well, that's the thing. Whether we will continue to be remains to be seen. Whether there will be figures of eight, you know, for 4.5 miles for King Charles III. I'm not so sure, but who knows? Who knows? Guys, thank you so much. Bless you all. Ta-ra for now. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Motherfunk.